Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Pastors Hangover. So excited to have you guys with us today. I am joined by some of my favorite pastors. Says that to everybody. You're right. Yeah. 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 Some of her favorite. Yeah. Which means there's a lot of others. You're all growing on me now that we're doing it. There we go. We're growing on (laughs) you. That's what it is. We have Pastor Hal Mayer. How are you guys doing? Pastor Daryl Black. Hello. And Mr. Craig Altman. Yes. I was gone for a couple weeks, but I'm back. The legend is back. Yeah. Yeah. I heard the week I was gone. I did the first message series on faith, and they corrected all my bad theology. We that's did. what I heard. <laughs> we so did. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. Good. That's why you hire us. Yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Keep each other accountable. Yeah. Well, this week we're going to dive into Pastor Daryl's message from the weekend. Mm-hmm. It was called "Stretching Your Faith," and if you haven't listened to it yet, please go listen to mm-hmm. it on YouTube or Spotify because good. the message I, it just fired me up. It was an exciting message, and, and I learned so much, and so I'm excited to, to dive in today. Can I be honest with you? I had the opposite effect. It didn't fire me up. I, I really, because I'm, you know, I'm at the place where I'm trying to figure out the next chapter of my life, and I'm, I was kind of wanting to be on cruise control, Yeah. and this guy said, no, stretch your faith. You got to keep believing. I went, I'm, I'm tired of stretching my faith. <laughs> you don't want to stretch anymore. You know, I mean, can I be honest? That's how I felt at the beginning, but yeah. honestly, yeah. Daryl, I, I really, it yeah. stirred me, man. Yeah. That we never mm. stop mm-hmm. believing God. Mm-hmm. You know, yep, I think yep. about Abraham and Moses, man. These guys were older guys. And yeah. Kept believing. So oh, good yeah. work. Little, man, thank you. Thank you. I'm glad still that at this stage of life, you can still be stretched. Wow. <laughs> I, mean, I do take oh, wow. yoga, but stage yoga is oh, wow. What there's stage still, is that? There's still oh, some wow. creaking going on. What stage is that, Daryl? What stage would you say Craig is in right now? He's, he's the beautiful stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the beautiful you're stage. You're in trouble now. He's, hey, are he's we, trying to dig out of this Are one. we going to a commercial break? <laughs> <laughs> we are just getting nah, started. Have we got a sponsorship yet? No, there are seasons and stages, but that season of believing God never changes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. absolutely. That's cool. Daryl, anything you want to share as we dive in? Um, your heart on the message and preparing for it. I mean, you were probably overflowing by the time you got to, you know, Saturday night and Sunday morning. Yeah, you know, I was I was both excited and overwhelmed, uh, because oh. I I felt like God has not just put me in this season, but put us in this season mm-hmm. where God is saying, Hey, there's there is other stuff. There is more. And I think, I think sometimes in our faith walk, we can get so comfortable mm-hmm. and things can become so monotonous that we forget who we serve, if that makes sense. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we can get, we can get caught up in the daily, Hey, I'm just going to get up and do this thing. And right. then we stop believing God for big things. And also when you've been disappointed yeah. mm-hmm. a lot, my, my wife and I were talking about this yesterday, we went out to eat, and she was like, wow, we've been disappointed hmm. a lot. Like, we've prayed and had faith mm-hmm. for big things and then thought something was going to happen and been disappointed in a major way. And so for me, it was a reminder that even in the middle of those disappointments, God is still doing That's great good. things. God can yeah. s- mm-hmm. still, he's still good. And so yes. we don't we don't praise God because he did something. Right. We praise him because of who he is, oh, period. Because he may do it or he may not do it. Right, but it doesn't mean we stop having high expectations for what God can do, and so I think uh, this weekend my goal uh, was to help ignite a fire in people. Yeah, you know, like even what Craig mentioned, man, I'm I thought I was in a going to be in a cruise control, mm-hmm. and God is like, no, you mm-hmm. you're not cruising mm-hmm. until we close the lid on the casket, and mm-hmm. while you're still here, I still That's got good. stuff for you to do, mm-hmm. and so keep believing that I still got great Amen. things for you to do, and yeah. so. 
Uh, it it lit me on fire. That's good. To go, yes. It it made me change my journal. Hmm. I wrote some things in my journal in the past week. I went to Blue Ridge a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I wrote some things in my journal that I had never written down. They had only been in my head. Yeah. And I was actually scared to write them down mm-hmm. because I didn't want to be disappointed. That's good. And I wrote those things down, and I'm I'm still scared. Yep. But I ex- well, big faith will scare you. Oh yeah, right? absolutely. If yeah. it if it mm-hmm. doesn't, it's not big yeah. faith. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And so I'm yeah. I'm scared out of my mind about some of the things that that I wrote down in this journal. But I'm also looking forward to saying, okay, God, how are you going to show up? What are you going to do? Whether He does those things or not, I know He's going to shape me mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. process. That's good. Yeah. yeah. That's true. And I think it's one of those things like there's there's never an end to it. There's never a yeah. point where you're like, we're done here on this earth. Yeah. It's one of the, I, like, yeah. I, I love the idea of like, guys, I, I don't want to go into heaven rested. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, I don't want to be like, put it all on the field. Yeah, you want to yeah. put it all on the field. I still remember one of the stories, John Piper, it, it, was, it was ruthless what he did. He pulled up a story about an elderly couple who, what they were doing for the rest of their life was they were going to every beach they could go to and getting shells from it. And their whole thing was they were collecting shells from all the beach. He goes, what a waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, at the end of my life, I don't want to go, man, you know what I did? I collected a lot of shells. He goes, you know what? At the end of my life, I want to know that I had an impact that lasts, that, yeah. that people's lives are changed. That mm-hmm. And the idea that at any age of life that stops is just not true. So yeah. my bucket list of golf courses to play all over the world, that's a waste. Well, it depends. Are you me? bringing people with you? <laughs> no, yeah. Actually, yeah. I don't know if people come to Christ when they golf with you, Pastor. Uh, I've heard some stories. <laughs> come on. I'm a, yeah, I'm, I'm a nice. Hey, you know, I was thinking, though, seriously, about your message about being yeah. stretched. Yeah. I don't know if you want to speak into, you know, You've been here now 18 months at Grace. You've yep. made a major move from California yeah. mm. to Tampa, bringing your family. I mean, I'm I'm sure you were thinking about that as you were talking about stretching your faith. And yeah. even when you got here, some of the things that were not exactly going your way. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. kind of, you want know, anything about that with your Man, faith walking? Absolutely. Because every step of the way, like from the beginning, I didn't know you guys. Yeah. Like I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't know Craig. I didn't know anybody. And so yeah. I'm on the other side of the country. Mm-hmm. And have a orchestrated encounter with Grace Family Church, mm-hmm. which within months turns into me moving to Florida. Like yeah. that's the <laughs> I haven't and I haven't done anything like that my whole life. Mm-hmm. And so to move into a place where I don't know anybody, I don't yeah. have any family here, I don't know these people. It was a huge, huge stretch of my faith. But Tracy and I felt like man, we really believe that this is what God is saying to us to do. And, and I want to share with people, you may you may sense that God is telling you to do something that you don't want to do. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that Because I didn't want to leave California. Mm-hmm. We like California. We've been there almost 15 years. And so mm-hmm. our kids mm-hmm. grew up there. We enjoyed it. So the plan was, we're going to be here until mm-hmm. the Lord says otherwise. But it was like, no, God is saying, he gave me such a peace Got off the phone with Craig, and we had the most wonderful, shortest conversations <laughs> ever. Direct and yeah, yeah. You know, Craig is very direct. Like, the, yeah. the first time Craig calls me, he's like, hey, how you doing? Listen, I got this job for you. I was like, bruh, I haven't talked to you in two months. <laughs> That's how you open the conversation. So awesome. But mm-hmm. there, we, we got off the phone, and I felt such a peace that God was doing something. Mm-hmm. And I think he felt it, too. Mm-hmm. But, but none yeah. of us... I couldn't understand, and, and Craig probably knew way more than I did, but I couldn't understand it. Mm-hmm. And, and faith, that big stretch of faith is, it's scary, mm-hmm. but man, there's something 
peaceful about it too. It's like, man, mm-hmm. I know this is God, even though none of this makes a whole lot of sense to me. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of uncomfortable things in it. Right? Yeah. Going to move, yeah. find another house, specifically what. Yeah. And you, know, you were trying to Tracy. find a, find a yeah, house. Because I was me. a realtor. We were trying and things weren't working out. Yeah. Rates, yeah. rental rates are crazy over here. And yeah. he's getting back with Tracy. And, and there's a lot of pieces that God did put in place. But yeah. man, for a while, it's very yeah. uncomfortable. Very and, uncomfortable. And your family had the worst move possible across. Right. It was driving across, <laughs> driving from California, Florida already is not something. Fifteen years worth of stuff. It in doesn't the car. bring people together. Yeah. Car broke down. <laughs> yeah. Oh it, yeah. It was just I, we lost our dog. Our dog died in the move. Like it, there was just a yeah. lot of stuff happening at once. And yeah, and I'm, my wife had been here for maybe a week, maybe less than a, yeah. a week. And then there was a hurricane. Hurricane, mm-hmm. her first hurricane experience. <laughs> so yeah. it was oh just like one thing after another. Mm-hmm. Then she got COVID twice and then pneumonia, broke her, her foot. foot. We got a car accident. Like it was like, God, are we supposed to be here? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Are you sure this is what it was supposed to be? And mm. But even in, even in the midst of all of that stuff, there was still this underlying peace. Yeah. Mm. They go, yeah, word from God. There, there's all this tragedy being built up on top. But underneath it was like, no, I'm supposed to be here. This looks real raggedy right now, mm-hmm. but I know I'm supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. That's good. And so, uh, yeah, we've been we've been stretching our faith for the yeah. past 18 months, but we know we're right where we're supposed to be. Yeah. And that's just that's the beautiful thing. And that so is. you can be where it's God so wants cool. you to be, but be uncomfortable and right. be challenged. Mm-hmm. But don't right. give up. That's where people miss out. They they think mm. God, they make a move. They do what God tells them to do. Then it's not going exactly the way. Well. Yeah. Did I do something wrong? No, yeah. just keep believing, yeah. trusting God's going to work it out. And, yeah. and don't just look for signs because it, it is both of those things. There's yeah. times where people go, well, it's going well, so it must mean it's God. No. Yeah. <laughs> or it's going bad, therefore it must must not mean it's not God. And I'm like, no. Yeah. It, neither way means it's it, – are you following what God told you to do? Right. Are you yeah. doing what That's God's right. called you to do? And yeah. so it can go good or bad. Yeah. What, what was interesting, I don't know if you noticed this, but the first part where Melissa actually felt bad for you is when your dog died. Before that, she didn't she care. She didn't care about it. She was like – and then the dog, she was like, oh. Yeah. But uh, no, what but I think that's – was it? We're gonna throw right a picture right now. An American bully. Yeah. Oh anyway, so we can move on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got questions you said, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yes, we had a ton of questions. And what you were just saying, I thought was so true about the situations and you talked about it the previous week about you know stre- stretching the muscle, yeah. the muscles ripping yeah. as your mm-hmm. faith is growing, and that's mm-hmm. that's what you guys went through. Like yeah. the dog and everything else you went yeah. through, the the you know. Faith was growing yeah. as it was ripping. But one of the questions we got, we're going to dive in. We got a couple pretty deep questions this week. But the first one was actually about a sign. Does asking God for a sign that he's working in our situation diminish our faith? I don't I don't think it diminishes your faith. But at the same time, you don't see God doing that a lot. Gideon maybe, but yeah. not a few other times. You, you don't see it. Like, and, and really, we're not, we're not called to, you know, we're not supposed to chase signs and wonders. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's the other side of it. And so and you just you don't see God doing that very I mean, how often did he did he make a burning bush talk to somebody right. once? Like how often did he did the, the fleece like talking about with Gideon? And so you don't see him doing that a lot. Does it happen from time to time? Yeah. And, and I'll say this, and I think people don't understand this. When God does do something like that, it's only because what he's about to call you to do is insane. 
Um, <laughs> whenever God actually speaks to someone, it's crazy. So I tell people yeah. sometimes, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not sure you want God to talk to you. <laughs> because yeah. if he's going to come through and talk to you, it's because what he's talking to you about is is that crazy. I mean, mm. Mary's about to have God's baby. Like, that's a big deal. <laughs> you have to come yeah. and tell her that. Like, yeah. like, you're about to lead your people out to the promised land. Like, that needs to happen. But... And, and that's the hard part is because we would love signs would be the easiest thing to know right. I'm on track, yeah. but we also got to realize God speaks through many different ways. He speaks through God's word. So as we're reading God's word, is he showing me something? He's speaking through other people that are Christians around you, man. Is, is that coming into play? Like, what is it that God's using in, in the church and the godly people that are around you that are there? I don't, I don't think it diminishes it, yeah. but if you're relying on a sign, that's going to be a problem. I think, I think mm -hmm. the key, you yeah. said it several yeah. times, there's a, most of the time, for me, it's not a sign either, no. but there's an inner peace. Mm -hmm. yeah. There's a, that voice of the Holy Spirit confirming yeah. it. And again, you learn that through experiencing right. trusting right. God in other yep. times. So that, that peace that you're going to have, even though it may be chaos around you, you know. And mm -hmm. I would say to her, never beat yourself up over it. But, you know, again, you know, just trust that inner peace he begins to give you yeah. mm -hmm. in, in what you're feeling led to do. So. Yeah. yeah, I think two weeks ago, I would encourage the person that asked too to go back and listen, because we had really dived in on, okay, I'm asking for the desires of my heart. It says you'll give it to me, but what is this God's promise? So that kind of wrestle, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you guys dived in in depth two weeks ago in that episode. So that'll help right. a lot too, I think, Absolutely. with yeah. that question. And God's goal is relationship. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why I think the, the sign side he's not going to be big on is because he wants you to get closer to him. Because when you well, are you're a closer Baptist, to him. You know, Baptists don't believe in signs. Me and, <laughs> me and Darren, we're charismatic. We charismatic, like seeing baby. signs. I would, I would love <laughs> to see signs. Something. I want to no, see a sign. <laughs> Show but me the money. It is. It's that relationship. But if Pastor yeah. Craig's talking about, with the closer you are to God, the closer, you know, the more you have that peace. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's instead of, and not that you can't ask for a sign, it's going, man, how can I spend time with God this week? How can I get yeah. closer to him? How can yeah. I get in that relationship? Because that's all God wants from us is, is a closeness. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we should be seeking more than a sign. Not that a sign is bad. Not that God can't do it. Right. But it's that closeness. But in Hebrews, yeah. it does say our faith pleases God. So he yeah. wants us to believe mm -hmm. for, for big things. But yeah. we are finite human beings. So yeah. all that we pray or believe or we think we're hearing, not all of it, 100% is God, that's why we go, mm -hmm. we're going to keep believing, Yeah, mm -hmm. right? I mean, you just got to keep believing and keep stretching. But yeah, it's yeah. a good question. Yeah, mm -hmm. Everyone has that question, I think. Yeah. I, I think sometimes when people are asking for a sign, the question they should be asking themselves is, do I trust God? That's, yeah. that's really, hey, do I trust what I'm hearing? Do I trust mm -hmm. what I'm believing? Well, how close are you to God? Mm -hmm. Are you reading his word? All the stuff that you said, are you in his word? Are mm -hmm. you praying? Do you have people around you? Uh, because if I tell, I use this on Sunday, if I tell my kids that I'm going to get ice cream and we're going to have ice cream later, they don't say, prove it. Yep. Show, right. show me a sign that you're going to actually give ice cream. No, I've, I've already proven my trustworthiness. They know your character. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. so they know if, if I said it, you can believe that it's going to happen. Now, they may be super anxious and, and, and jumping around like, when is it going to happen? Yeah, yeah that's different. But you, you've you been with me long enough mm -hmm. to know that you can trust that's my good. word. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That's good. One of the next questions that we got was, in this believing for big things, big expectation, the question was, from parents, Daryl and I actually got the same question two separate times from a couple. So it seems like a couple of different people have this question, but um, both situations, they have a kid or kids that are sick. Mm -hmm. And they said, 
I haven't heard from God that they will be healed, but the Bible promises healing. Mm -hmm. How do I believe for their healing or should I believe for their healing? Mm -hmm. And something that Craig taught me was the, the principles in the Bible only become emotional when they apply to your situation. Mm-hmm. You know, we, yeah. we learned that with heaven mm-hmm. and hell, you know, yeah. when we were talking about that, when it's mm-hmm. my grandparent, then it becomes, well, there's probably exceptions. Well, yeah. what mm-hmm. about this? And it becomes super emotional. So can we talk about what does the Bible say about that? Yeah. How, what can this person stand on or these families that are experiencing yeah. that? Well, let me just say this, that the whole healing uh, part, and I come out of a very believing, charismatic church that believes in healing. I believe in healing. The healing's still a mystery. Mm-hmm. No matter, I mean, God tells us, lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. It says that if you ha- have faith and believe, the woman who has touched the garment of mm-hmm. Jesus says, your faith has made you whole. So there's two parts. There's faith that we believe, but then there's still the power of God to do it. And, and I would say, I always pray for God to heal my children, lay hands on them. Uh, but that's, a, that's, a, that's one that is a mystery. All I know mm. is I got to do my part. You know, they asked Earl Roberts one time, you know, the famous healer who said, what would, you, what would happen if you laid hands on someone in a healing line, they fell over dead, what would you do? He goes, I would say next. I would mm-hmm. pray for the next person. Yeah. My job is to do what God told me to do. I'm going to yeah. pray mm-hmm. and believe. And, lay, and if God does it and, and pray, if he doesn't, I, I got to move on. But it, with your own children, it can be so, so hard, especially when I hear, is it a terminal? Yeah. You know, some of these mm-hmm. can be so difficult. And I'll just add one thing. I told these guys yeah. earlier in a meeting. I got very disillusioned in my faith about God healing. I came out of a church that believed that that you could be healed. And if you didn't get healed, you, it was your lack of faith. Right. Kind of very condemning. And, mm-hmm. and that's not what we're talking about today. Yeah. No. But I remember my mom died of, of pancreatic cancer. Uh, she got it in January, was diagnosed, died in June. No one prayed as hard as I prayed for my mom to be healed. I was believing I had a word I thought from Hezekiah, God's going to give her 10 more years because Hezekiah prayed and got yeah. 10 more years. Mm-hmm. So I'm believing and, uh, and she died and it was pretty devastating to me in June. And I remember for a while praying for people or talking about it. I was almost saying, I would almost give a disclaimer. Hey, look, we're going to pray, but just in case God doesn't, you know, putting a disclaimer like protecting God's reputation if he doesn't heal. That's not our job. Right. Yeah. No. We, it's not our job is to pray and to believe for God to heal. And I and I remember having to get up at a message and say, hey, I apologize to this church because I feel like I have, uh, because of my situation of God not doing something that, that I put a, a, a disclaimer, I don't need to protect God anymore. We need to believe God for big things. Mm-hmm. And I want to pray. And you know, right after that message, God tested me. There was this couple that came to me. Mm-hmm. Their son was like five years old with this crippling disease. He was supposed to die in three months. Will you pray for him? My first thing was want to give a, a disclaimer. Well, you know, God may not. I said, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember praying for that child with just childlike faith, believing, didn't know what was going to happen. And, and there was good news and good news. And then, you know, the, the child lived two or three more years. Now, it didn't live, the, but but the lesson is, I don't need to protect God. I'm going to do what God said, yeah. mm-hmm. and God will help that couple figure it out. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. healing is a mystery, but definitely we should always be believing for God to touch and heal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, the, the thing that kills me is when people say, if you just do these things, then then you're going to be healed every time. Yeah. And it's like, it's not true because even when you look at Jesus, you know, one of the, the stories I'm reminded of is when Jesus heals uh, the, the guy at the pool of Bethsaida, Bethsaida. And 
the entire pool was surrounded by people who need to be healed. Yeah. And he healed that person. I mean, even when you, when you see Paul walking through and he, he heals the, the man at the gate, Jesus had walked through that same gate and had not healed that person. Mm -hmm. And so we don't always understand why God chooses to heal in certain moments, and he doesn't. But we do know he's called us to pray. He's called us to believe yeah. in miracles. Yeah. And, and we don't know the ending. But here, here's what we do know, and I always like to go back to this, because we do know if, if we're falling after Christ, the afterlife, guys, it's so much better than where we are right now. Yeah. Like it, 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 it's harder for us on earth. Don't get me wrong. Like the idea of a, of a kid passing away, my goodness, like I can't, I cannot fathom what that's like going through. I really can't. Um, and I'm not trying to take away from that. And we pray for that and we go after that. Um, but, but I do know what we believe is on the other side is so much better. Yeah. It, yeah. They, they, they get to be with God yeah. constantly. And so we pray for what's best, understanding that even the alternate, though, God has them in his hands. Yeah. And that's the that's the tough part, though. Hmm. Yeah, we I mean, the whole this whole podcast could be about that. Yeah, it, yeah. it's just it, he's he said it. Well, it is a mystery. We don't know how God is going to choose, but mm -hmm. we still have the responsibility of praying. That's what he's called us to do, to yeah. pray, not to figure out what the outcome is. But believe, man, God can do these things. So yeah. I'm going to do it. And it's not so much that I'm not praying because God will do it. I'm praying because God is good mm -hmm. and he's good no matter what the outcome is yeah. and, and whatever God is doing in that situation. We don't know. Like mm -hmm. we, we, there are certain things we don't figure out until we're 20 years past it. Yeah. I'm like, mm -hmm. Oh, this is now what, see. yeah, this mm -hmm. is what that did in me. This is what that produced in me. And you, and you don't know those things at all until it, you've gotten way past it. And it's really difficult mm -hmm. when you're in the middle of that mm -hmm. to try to understand what this means. But, uh, all, our our job is to pray. Yeah. God, I'm going to pray and I'm going to believe because I know you can. I, I don't know if you will and I don't know what that looks like, but I know you can do it. Yeah. I was I was mad for years when my mother died. My mother was 31 years old. I was a wow. seven-year-old kid. And so I was upset with God. Wanted her to still live. Wanted her to be around, but that wasn't the reality. And it wasn't until I was 21 that I was like, Wow! Look at what God did through me because of that. Look at look at what how I grew because of that. And you know, you go, I don't need to grow like that. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> you no. don't know what you're going to need because you're right. not there. You don't know what God is doing. I have no idea. And, and may and one day I'll get to ask God, why did you do that? Yeah. And for God's sake, it may be I took her out because she so she wouldn't have to go through these pains or whatever. I don't know, but I mm -hmm. I know that sometimes we pray. Uh, yeah. sometimes God will answer this. Sometimes the answer is no. Sometimes yeah. the answer is wait. Sometimes the answer is I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. yeah. And I <clears throat> just want to make sure just because in you saying it, you're, you're not saying that God killed your mom. So no. That, yeah, I'm just... No, no, no. Because right. no. you said take her out. I'm like, uh, I know you don't mean that. No. I just want to make sure we clear right. that up. Like, yeah. it's no. not that God does that so that he can teach us something. No. It's a part of what we go through in life and the fact that we believe that God can do... Mm can take anything and use it for good. Not that Actually, it was yeah. a good thing. No, that yeah. that was that Just, the, yeah. the seven-year-old me, even at 21, sure, that I right. was still seven years old going, why did you take my mother? Yeah. yeah. You sure. didn't have, it. that's a pain. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. And because like you said, when it becomes personal, yeah, mm -hmm. it gets a whole lot bigger. We question God a whole lot more. Why did you do that? Right. And, and I think that uh, the first week I mentioned this, we got to be careful that our disappointments 
don't keep us from missing our next appointment with God. And I think a yeah. lot of people get disillusioned yeah. in their faith. Mm-hmm. They remember taught something differently or told something or thought they could manipulate God into doing mm-hmm. something and yeah. it doesn't happen the way they think it should happen. Well, then why would I want to believe in God anymore yeah. because this happened? Or, and they lose their faith. And, and man, we got to be careful that we don't allow our disappointments to right. keep us from, wait a minute, I, I got to put that in that I don't know box Mm-hmm. Yeah. still believe God is good. Mm-hmm. Still believe God yeah. is working in my life. Yeah. And and move forward because God has an appointment for you. And if you live mm-hmm. in that disillusionment, you're gonna it, it can be hard. I've talked to people, yeah. I stopped going to church and believing in God when my wife died of and I can understand the pain of that. Yeah. But to totally lose your faith or I have never been in that situation. I'm sure I will be tempted, mm-hmm. but I can't look at God through one incident. Right. I can yeah. look at the character of who he is through a whole life yeah you know yeah. and i think look we got to be careful we don't let one situation or circumstances give mm-hmm. us our final uh judgment of who we think god is right? yeah that's absolutely mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll just say this we did do podcast not that far back on why do bad things happen to good yeah. people and a message yeah. on it so if you're thinking yes, about that good. you can look back yeah, at that, that one it's good um just so we don't go all the way into that but yeah, yeah. that's good hmm. faith we need it we need to have faith the world we live in today yeah. how do people live without faith in God's well, power to help me in today's life, mm-hmm. that I have a future. When this old world's gone, mm-hmm. I, I know I've got a great place I'm going to be going. I don't yeah. know how people, the chaos in Israel and what's going on there and the mm-hmm. instability in yeah. our world. Yeah. Uh, man, I I need something bigger than me to hold yeah. on to. <laughs> yeah. Anxiety is through the roof. We yeah. look oh, at yeah. it. It's, it is. And absolutely, we need something else because, man, you look around, it's so easy easy to be yeah. i mean it's one of the reasons i stopped listening to talk radio is i just started getting mad i'm like <laughs> yeah but i'm like yeah. i can't even do anything about this <laughs> right i why am i getting angry right. like there's yeah. no point in this but like i need to believe i, I need to have that faith that there's something above it if yeah. not yeah. there is no hope there yeah. really isn't mm. yeah mm. i'm i'm so glad we touched on this stuff because i have had people say to me it's exactly what we're talking about i stopped mm. going to church when or i stopped believing in god when this thing happened and I personally have, I went through a couple of years of my life where I lost like seven family members in a short period of time. And I had to do some deep Bill Morris healing about, mm. hey, no. them being in heaven is the greatest place that they could be, you know, and yeah. I had to relieve some of my own control that I wanted to control the yeah. situation. And maybe I wanted to play God in some of that situation. Sure. And I thought I knew what was best, yeah. but he has such a bigger plan. Yeah. I think Isaiah is one of the hardest verses to, to, trust him but he says hey my ways are higher than your ways yeah and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts mm-hmm. and and there's parts where i don't understand i go okay maybe when i get to heaven mm-hmm. you'll explain it to me but i still believe you're a good god yeah mm. yeah it's good but man it's good when we see god honor those faith i mean so yeah. many faith stories of mm-hmm. in the bible and the yes. ones that we all have had i've seen yeah. god yeah. do Amazing things. I told you, the salvation of family members and seeing mm-hmm. God save people you never thought would be saved, even me. I mean, you know, <laughs> far from God and just yep. seeing God do miraculous things. He still does miracles, and, and mm-hmm. we need to mm-hmm. and, and, and continue to believe, like you said, yeah. stretch your faith to believe for big things. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, kind of a sidebar here, but so uh, what was with the doll this weekend, oh Pastor Daryl? There was no doll. Hey, it looked like a doll it to was me. A doll. It was a doll. Was an action figure. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Mr. Dude. Armstrong makes a personal appearance. Stretch, how many? Stretch, how many abs does that man have? Look at that man. 
That's, I mean, that was a great illustration. Oh, my gosh. That was, man. That so was what a... is he made of that allows him to stretch? Faith. Faith, yeah. Oh, not Plato. Okay. Not Plato at all. <laughs> this is, I don't know. This is what my so body looks was, like under this. Yes. yes. Was Those this are the... your abs. I <laughs> right now. They model this after yeah. me. Was this the actual doll that you played with, or this is no, the one you just no. bought online? No, I mean, I don't know where the actual one is. It's probably torn in half wow. somewhere. But you admit it was a doll? Yeah, it was an action. It's an action figure. Yeah, she keeps putting. It she in there. keeps <laughs> saying doll. I'm glad it wasn't a G string. At least he's got <laughs> something on there. Gee. He needs an outfit. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why. No, that was a great illustration. Oh, thank that, you. Is, that is always the good question. Why did all superheroes wear tights? Dude, I, I don't know. They look weird. good. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the vision. Like, I guess, yeah, I guess I would too if I, if I look like that. <laughs> would, you be, would you believe in a superhero that was wearing bell bottoms and a, and yeah. a sweatshirt? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, nah, I can't trust you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the point of the doll was stretching your, the action figure. The action figure. It Sorry. was just a illustration. And it was mm-hmm. awesome. Of going, you know, that, that, you know, God often calls us to these stretch Armstrong kind of faith things. I mean, we see it all through Old Testament and New Testament. When, when we're we're building the church, when we're creating a church in Acts, that is a stretch of faith mm-hmm. for, for 3,000 souls to be saved mm-hmm. in one day. That's a stretch of faith for them to come together and no one need anything. So the Bible says they met every day. Yeah. They ate together and they fellowshiped together. That's a stretch of your faith to do mm-hmm. something that you've never done before mm-hmm. uh, for, for Jesus who... Who flew off? Who was yeah. sending away? And to believe and to believe that there is something on the other side of this life—that yeah. is all of that—is a stretch of faith yeah. uh, that God is calling us to, mm-hmm. and, and it's a stretch of faith that's trusted, yeah. that's leaning on something. It's mm-hmm. it's not it's not blind faith. You know, we've talked about that before. When mm-hmm. People talk about having blind faith. I don't believe in blind faith. I believe in faith by experience and faith by. It, com- it has evidence. That's why I can trust mm-hmm. it because mm-hmm. it comes from something. Mm-hmm. And so blind, the only blind part is I can't see the future, mm-hmm. yeah. but I can trust the word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and that oftentimes requires us to step outside of our comfort zones. Right. And that's what straight uh, faith Stretch. looks like. It, when we're evangelizing to other people, you're stepping outside of your comfort sure. zone yeah. to mm-hmm. tell somebody, to share your story. Yeah. And so I, I talked to a lot of people on the pavers that felt ignited and felt yeah. like, man, I feel like now I can do the stuff. Like you you compelled me to do the things that God has been telling me to do. Well, mm-hmm. good. If you just need a little nudge and a little push to go, man, I should be talking to my neighbor about Jesus. Yeah. I should mm-hmm. be more vocal about my faith. Yeah. I do need to be teaching. There, I had people coming up to me saying they were scared to read the Bible to their children mm-hmm. until yeah. this weekend. They're like, we're going to do a Bible plan this week. Yeah. Great. Wow. Like if that's your stretch... That's yeah. great. That's where it starts. They were they were scared because they felt like they didn't know enough. Yeah. Start somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's that's what God is calling us to do. And that's mm-hmm. a big leap. All the all the big faith is not that, you know, I talked about us having gone mm-hmm. from eight campuses to 30. But big faith isn't always believing God that everything is going to happen and God mm-hmm. is going to put you in a big house or that mm-hmm. He's going to save all your children. Sometimes big faith is believing I can pray with my spouse. Mm-hmm. Something I've never done before that we can pray and that we can mm-hmm. do this consistently. Mm-hmm. That I can pray with my children. That I can mm. just tell one person, text some person, say, "Hey, I'm praying for you." Like that's a big right. stretch of faith for a lot of people. And so, whatever that is, 
Yeah. yeah. Start Do somewhere, it. right? Yeah. 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 The yeah. mustard seed. Jesus don't right. the mustard seed. What a powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I do. And this is a weird thing to say, but I feel like the fact that we do have freedom of religion means that our faith is not tested from the beginning as much. Oh, mm-hmm. no question. Because I, I, we, don't, we don't have to stand up for it right away. Yeah. We don't have the, the mm-hmm. things that we do We're in getting a lot there, of other countries. We are. There's a, there, there's there, a movement right it now is. that mm-hmm. it's not real Christian I, friendly. And I would say this, especially for our young people, if they don't know what they believe in and they can stand on it, they're, they're yeah. getting tested more than anything else. But you yeah. do. You see this like in other countries and stuff like that. I mean, I I still remember Francis Chan talking about um, some of the the churches over in China and stuff like that, where they would regularly get shot at. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I I still remember one of the biggest underground churches in China, there was a a waiting list to be the person that would stand on the corner of the block and tell everybody where church was. And that Mm -hmm. person normally got shot. Yeah. Yeah. There was a waiting list to do it because they just wanted to be the person that told everybody where church was that yeah. week. Mm-hmm. Like that's how big, like that's how excited they were. Yeah. And I'm not, and look, I'm not saying we need to be underneath that to find that kind of faith. Right. But I think sometimes our, our faith gets stunted because we regularly it's too easy, don't man. push forward. Yeah, it's yeah. too easy. And mm-hmm. if we're not pushing forward, yeah. we're not going to have it. Because in America, we can sit back and just be casual yeah. Christians mm-hmm. and never have our faith tested. Yeah. Well, you, and what, so yeah. unless you're going forward, unless you're living in God's purpose and going after what he's calling you to do, you don't have those little tests of faith that allow you to believe that the big things can happen. Yeah, well, yeah. think about the early church when all the apostles were martyred. Right. I mean, the early church was hi- highly persecuted. To be a Christian and, right. to, and to say, I'm a person yeah. of faith, could cost you your life. So yeah. you saw more miracles and things, I you think. And I, yeah. you know, I, I do, I, I, yeah, that, that softness we have. The only thing right. that builds a muscle is resistance. We talked mm-hmm. about that. Right. Right. I mean, it's a scary thought yeah. to say, like, what if all the pastors at Grace were, you know, murdered? Yeah. How many Christians would we still have? Right. Like, yeah. Because I mean, that's what happened in the early church. Yeah. All I mean, they all right. died martyrs' yeah. deaths. Like they were right. going through it, and yet it kept it growing. Multiplied. It kept multiplying. Like yeah. every time. Like one of the reasons they didn't end up killing John is they're like, crap. Every time we kill somebody, it multiplies. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. let's just throw them on an yeah. island. Maybe that'll <laughs> be better. Yeah. But oh yeah, it's it's a crazy fate. And that's one of the things I always tell people, look in the past too. Like, don't just look at what's in front of you. Look mm-hmm. at what all God has done yes. mm-hmm. and look at the way the church has grown. And it, it really, when you truly look at it, it goes, man, God's much bigger than I thought he was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That crazy faith is so cool. And mm-hmm. I think exactly what you were just talking about, like, where can it take us? How big can it go? Yeah. Don't put God in a box. And we were talking about yeah. this last week, Pastor Craig, about your message about the faith in the waiting. Mm-hmm. And That's the hard part. I mean, every time that Grace expands to a new location, you shared about the Carrollwood yeah. location story, you know, I've, whether that was the second or third part of the, yeah. the multi-site model where, okay, there was eight, nine months of you got God's promise. And that was another question we yeah. got online was, okay, what does it look like to know that I have God's promise? And then what do I do when I have it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got God's promise. There was a waiting. I've only secondhand heard the story of the Land of Lakes location right. mm-hmm. that there was a promise and then there were, there were, all, all doors look closed yeah. Yeah. and yeah. then you had to persevere. So anyway, the question is, you know, how do you know when you have the promise yeah. and then what do you do once you have it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, everyone can answer that. Really what you're asking is how do I know it's God's voice? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do I know? And that's the part that I wish we had a pat answer. It's through, it's, I, I could tell you times where I thought it was God's voice and it was pizza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I mean, we're never going to yeah. be perfect, but I yeah. just know I've always yeah. tried to act on what I've heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've acted on it. Okay. I got, I think this is you and I'm going to go forward with it. And yeah. in a due time, I'll know. Yeah. And I know that sounds too, but it's, it's it, that discernment part. Mm-hmm. It's so 
like the promise of God. Sure, I believe God wants to have another campus because there's a promise He wants to reach the world, and we reach right. the world through starting other campuses. Yeah. Well, there's so many promises that we can tie back to ourselves, but mm-hmm. it's just, it's a, it's a, I just have learned you have to just act it out. Instead of just going, is this God? Is it not? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just take a step. Right. You yeah. know, you can't steer a bicycle unless it's yeah. pedaling, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you're thinking it's for God, you know, it doesn't hurt if you have good faith friends around you. Hey, I'm sensing the Lord yeah. mm-hmm. saying this to me. You know, yeah. not that you have to wait on their confirmation, yeah. but there is wisdom in the counsel of many sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But just taking that step, you know, uh, whatever it is. Yeah, especially if it's not against God's word. That's the thing, yeah. too. Like, if mm-hmm. it's for it. I mean, I remember the story. I love. The, I always tell the people the story of Paul where he didn't know where to go, so he went, and then God said, not there, and he went, and God said, not there, and he went. God yeah, said, not there, and then moving. finally God told him yeah. where to go. Yeah. Sometimes God's just wanting you to move. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. where you're going at this moment may not be the final destination. It may not even be where you're going to end up at, but he's got you moving. He's got you moving forward, and then he may change it as we move along. But I'll say this. The interesting part is is even when God comes through, that's not the end. Like when you do, when you're, yeah. when you, in, when you feel like you're in the place, I mean, what's funny is you'll hear pastor Craig talk about this before and Debbie, like, man, we just hope for a 300 person church. Yeah. How awful would it have been if they stopped? Yeah. Like yeah. whatever you think it is, like whatever it is that God's calling you to do, it's like you get there and then you go, well, now I feel the weight of it. Yeah. yeah. And this is what we need to do to continue going. And so yeah. it, it's a great thing. Now you celebrate in it and you remember it and you write it down and all of that. Yep. But whatever, whatever it is that you're going after right now is also, it's not the end. The key is there's persons hesitating. I can tell you just got to swing the bat. You do. You never hit the ball unless you swing. Right. You know, so swing the bat. Mm -hmm. If you miss, you miss. I'd rather go down swinging. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think, I think there's a couple different layers. Uh, The the first layer when people go, well, how do I know uh, if it's God's promises? Well, it's in his word. Right. Mm -hmm. Like start Mm -hmm. there. That's the assumption. Start there. Like Mm -hmm. God has promises. Like he, he promises peace. He promises his presence. He mm-hmm. promises that you'll have power through his spirit. Mm-hmm. Like he promises eternal life. Mm-hmm. Like that's where it starts. Yeah. And often when people say, how do I know if, it, if it's the promise of God? What they're saying is, how do I know if God is going to give me what I want? Mm-hmm. And we think the promises God is the stuff I like. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, you, you promised that you would give me all my needs. No, he promised that he will give you what you need. Mm-hmm. That's these are <laughs> these right. are different. So you got to start right. with what is he saying that's already promised to you, and you start there. And then right. I think like some of the stuff that Craig is talking about that I'm going to go forward is God already gave him the hey start a church. Mm-hmm. This I want I want you to start a church. That's the promise right. that you're going to start a church. Yeah. Now how you do that right. is mm-hmm. on you because you may have to go over here, mm-hmm. go over here. But the fact that you were moving. In the word that you heard, and he would have never known how to move if he hadn't been spending time with God and just listening. Mm-hmm. Well, God, what do you want me to do? I want you to start a church. Okay, well, I must. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. I'm not going to tell you what it looks like. You got to put the work in. Yeah. You've got to figure that out. You know, I love this quote. My father used to say that God doesn't make furniture; He makes trees. Mm-hmm. So God will give you a word, but He's. It's up to you to go. Well, is it that way? No, it's not that way. Okay. Was that way? No, it's not. So Mm -hmm. you've got to be pursuing what God has told you. And the longer you spend time with God, the easier it is for you to go, okay, I know how God works Mm -hmm. with me. And I don't need the confirmation of everybody. Mm -hmm. I still need the confirmation of his word. I I lean heavily enough in on his word. But that's how you know, man, this is how I know if it's a promise of God. Does Mm -hmm. it does it is it in line with his word? Right. First of all, not in line with my want. 
but is it in line with his word? Mm -hmm. And then do I have people to confirm it? And am I spending time with God? And when you don't know, spend more time with God. And and then swing. Mm -hmm. As long as it's connected to the word, swing. And and you can't go wrong. My daughter was trying to figure out, uh, she wants, she's going on a mission trip next year. And so she's trying to figure out between Zambia and Belize. And she was full of anxiety full of, I don't know, because I don't want to miss this, and, and this one is a nursing thing, and this one is this thing, and, yeah. and, it, and so she comes to me and Tracy, she's like, I need the best wisdom that you all can give me, and so <laughs> you know, we shared with her our thoughts on it. She comes back and she goes, I'm going to both. I'm, I'm going to Zambia, and I'm going to Belize mm-hmm. for a mission trip. And I said, okay. And she tells me how much it costs. And I said, well, God's got that much money. He can take care of it. (laughs) (laughs) And so, but it gave her a, I said, you can't make a wrong decision. You felt like God is calling you on missions. Mm -hmm. You you can't be wrong. Mm -hmm. So just make a decision. And if and if God urges you to change that as you get closer, that's okay too. Mm -hmm. But the fact that you made a decision and that your your heart is so sensitive to go. I need to be on mission. And the fact that you have so much anxiety and care that you know you need to do that, you're in a great place. Mm. So start there and God will work it out in the process. Just Mm -hmm. keep moving. That's That's good. good. That is good. We covered a lot today. Yeah, we did. Yeah, That's good. We didn't even talk about the Bucks and they won Sunday. Yeah. (laughs) Just uh, throw that in there. You got to throw it in. You got to throw it in. You got to throw it in. So... We did talk about the Bucks with Stan before we started. Oh, so we did. That's right. Okay. Well, and Trevor did talk about the Bucks too. He did a lot. Yeah. yeah. Yes. He said he's yeah. a bigger fan than you. Is he, that true? Actually, he is a little. He's crazy. I'm crazy. He's crazy. Yeah. If if yeah. Craig is here, yeah, Trevor. Is, I was I was a game with both yes, of them. Yes. Yeah. So I went to a Bucks game with them both, mm-hmm. and I was flanked. Yeah. Craig oh, on no. one side, Trevor on the other yeah. side. His ears are ringing by the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's Fun. serious. That is awesome. Hey, you're a great host, by the way. Wow, much better than uh, uh, what's, what's that name? other guy? I don't know. What's even. his name? What's I don't remember. Jackson, I <laughs> Will Jackson. We, we love, love you. Will. He's still Will. watching. Yeah. We'll see if That's we right. get a comment from Will That's Jackson right. if That's he's right. still watching. Well, thank you guys for your time today. We covered right, a yeah. ton, and I think there's just so much goodness and value in this. So, thank you guys for joining us for mm-hmm. another episode of the Pastors Hangover. We'll see you next week. <laughs>